Welcome to the Hospitality Maverick podcast with me, Michael Tinkser. We at Hospitality Mavericks are here to inspire leaders to create heart-centered and profitable businesses from the inside out, the kind to both employees and customers love and support. Thanks to BizSimply for sponsoring this episode as our show partner. And BizSimply is the all-in-one HR, workforce management, road and operations software designed and built by hospitality experts to make every shift run like clockwork. And we join forces to help the industry to find new ways to become even more innovative in how we lead our people, how we operate, to how we grow our businesses, to how we serve our customers. Together, we want to share strategies and tools that can make the industry thrive long-term, not just survive. You've really got to understand that it's not really the goal itself. It's the journey itself. That's the bit to really embrace. It's the everyday piece. As any business owner, as any leader, as a CEO knows, every day comes with its various challenges. So there has to be some joy in there as well. There has to be some enjoyment of the journey. If it's just all horrible, tough graft, otherwise you're just gonna, you're just not gonna want to go out and do it at all. So I think it's about embracing the journey. It's not always the end result. That's the most important thing. In fact, you and I have discussed this many times. It's really about the journey of getting there. This is Ali Gordon, a coach, a confidant and mentor. He helps people to live a fulfilled and successful life by providing them with tools to unleash their potential. Here at the start of the year, you are probably a bit like me. You're probably working on setting goals and you want to find out how you can actually achieve more, but also get better in 2023. And therefore, it was great to have Ali, my friend, back to the show, to have a conversation about how we can actually achieve our dreams and aspirations by setting better goals. And this conversation is a bit like a masterclass in goal setting. We discuss why are goals important? What is a goal? How do you turn dreams into goals? How many goals is actually the right amount? And how do you stick to them and keep track of them? Before you tune in, I would really appreciate if you signed up for our weekly newsletter, Maverick Talk, via hospitalitymavericks.com, or the link in the show notes. Here you will find much more insights into what Maverick leaders know and do, and you will never miss an episode. Now, grab your notebook. There will be lots of great advice on how to improve your goal-setting process and how to become the person you want to be. And remember, a goal is a dream with a deadline. So I've been listening a bit to, to the audience, the community, we also call it the Mavericks out there, that is uh, trying to become better every day. And uh, one of the things that came up was like, I'm struggling with, you know, you know, really understanding, achieving my dreams and aspiration as a leader and really setting the right goals. So actually what I wanted to do today was actually, you know, give a bit of help with that, you know, a masterclass for setting goals, both for you founders out there, senior leaders, and also maybe somewhere you can help your teams give some tools. And uh, lucky enough, we already have had a guest on the, the show before, uh, Ali, Ali Gordon. And last time we were talking about how you actually set the right beliefs for your life and how you drive yourself forward. 
So I invited Ali back. I sent a quick text. As I was developing my own goals as well, it became obvious to me that we needed to do this early in the year. So I invited Ali back to the, the podcast and straight away he said, yes, I would love to do this. Uh, so, so it's a bit of help to me, but also most of all, help to you guys out there. With that said, welcome to the show again, Ali. And it's a great pleasure because we're not only talking on the podcast, but also we connect often and talk about life and business and challenges. We did. Michael, lovely to be here again. Happy New Year, by the way. And thank you for inviting me back. What a, what a privilege. Um, yes, yeah, great, great, great to be here. Since we connected last time, Ali, um, you know, the lots have happened for you as well. And you have evolved the, the business. Could you just give a little like a short overview about, you know, what you are working on now and how things evolved and typical what you help people with? Um, so I'm working with a lot of senior leaders um, and individuals um, with the leaders. It's about building teams, having great conversations, communication, habits, productivity, how to get the best out of their day and, and, and their life. Uh, and then with the individuals, and this obviously goes in with, with the, the leaders as well, working on their belief system, their values, um, and really setting a vision uh, for where they want to be, what, what fulfillment looks like, what happiness looks like, what success looks like, and then really putting the goals um, and the actions in place uh, to, to make those happen. Work very hard on that. And then my job really is to keep the teams accountable to those actions. Yeah, exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about, you know, as I said in the intro, how can we actually set better goals so we achieve our dreams and ambitions we, we have for life. And I think there's uh, lots of people that do it in different ways. And we wanted to, like, create this, you know, short masterclass around us. So so let's start with the first one, Ali, I would like us to discuss. So why, why do we need, as humans, need goals? Couldn't we just do without them? You know, life goes on. So, I mean, the way that I'm... I would define goals, they're defining what we want in life. Um, they help us to prioritize what's important. Um, and then well-defined goals with clear actions can help us get from where we are now to where we define where we'd like to be. So you, you need them in place to help you get to where you want to be. Like, like anything, it's like having a roadmap to get to Scotland. If you have a roadmap or Waze or Google, you're not going to be able to get there or you're going to take a long, long time to get there. You need some kind of direction to get there. And the goals are, are there essentially to make sure we know where we want to get to. Yeah. So what you're saying is also I often see goals almost like, you know, helping bringing the dream to life. It almost becomes the purpose of why we get up every day and work towards something. And if I don't have them, I often get quite quickly lost and depressed because there's so much going on and I can't see the see the see the clarity of all the things I you know the, the needs to happen you know why I'm doing them um what is a goal because that that, that I probably already touched a bit of that but what, what is the goal in your view because like lots of people have different in my view uh perception and understanding and definition of what a goal is yeah, I think I think there's a, there's a number of ways that a goal can come. In. I, I was looked up when you text me. Actually, I looked up with the definition of a goal, which I hadn't never looked up, which was the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or a desired result, um, which concurs with what we've talked about previously. I mean, I think they can come in different shapes and forms. Goals they can be the bigger, larger, challenging ones. What we want to do with our business careers our personal success, our health, our relationships, um, heading off into the future. 
they can also be asked of daily goals as well about being a great partner, about being a great father, mother, partner. Um, and they can come in very shapes for us. Most of our lives are set up, despite what we'd like to think, are goals that we want to be successful in. Um, so I think what, what's happened, I think a lot of people can swear tend to get, get very nervous about goals, but actually we're all trying to achieve certain things, big, small, large. Um, so they really are, they're about having a very clear vision of what you want to be and who you want to be and how you're going to get there. So if a goal is like, as we talked about, uh, you know, it's about driving you forward to the, you know, ideal situation you want to be. So before we, we jump into the goal setting, what, what do I need to, to think about then before I start setting my goals? Because you are indicating here that it's like a process before you start setting goals. You're talking about belief systems before. Great question. So there's a number of number of things I would look at is first thing is what is your belief system around that particular goal? Do you why, why have you not wanted to achieve that goal? Why have you tried to achieve that goal perhaps before and not achieved it? Um, why do you want to achieve it? Why is that important to you? Um, if you were to look at your will of life in terms of your health, your relationships, your self-development, your financials, your family, what is important to you? Um, what do you, in in way, what are you prepared to give up to achieve that goal? And that's, some, that's a discussion that we always have. Um, what are your beliefs around that goal? What are your values? First thing I would always like to understand with, some, with, with an individual is what, what's your values? What, why is this important to you? Is this important to you? Or is this just something that you've been told you should do? So often people kind of leap into doing doing goals because they think it's the right thing for others or others have told them they should do it. Um, and it's really getting under the surface of that and sort of digging in a lot deeper in terms of, is this is this important to you or is it important to the people around you or, 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 or how you think the world should be behaving and doing things as well? That That is really, really important. I think people get very caught up in that. Um, the kind of identity you need to have as well in, in, in order to achieve that goal. So if you're going to the gym, for instance, who, who is that person that wants to go to the, to, to the gym? I, I work with a couple of individuals who the health is important to them, but they're, not, they're just not prepared. They just don't want to go to the gym. It doesn't matter what conversations we have with them. They're, they're comfortable in their own skin. And that's great. That's fine. Um, but with other people, it's they've never been to the gym or they've never run, or they've never done any form of exercise. So it's really sort of talking about what they're going to enjoy, um, what's going to get them up every day, and, 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 and they're going to go and do, because it, you know it's not just about 2nd of January, 3rd of January, 4th of January, it's about the next year of their lives, and how can we build that into their systems, and how, what kind of identity they need to be that individual to do that. Um, and also, I think the, the, bottom, the bottom line is, 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 is I always talk about is it going to make you fulfill, fulfilled, happy, and successful? And everyone has a different version of those those three. Um, and we 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 often get carried away with other people's thoughts about what success, fulfillment, and happiness looks like. So that's another thing we need to kind of really be sure of: is is this really serving you, or is it serving others? So it's quite interesting you're saying there that we actually we mirror us in other people and actually we we take their dreams or their goals and say this is what I want as well but we have actually not spent put in the work to really understand what is a good life 
for me and how that look. Um, I think that's really, really interesting aspect of it. And I think I think we we live in a very modern society where we look at pictures of other people of what they they define success of. They seem happy, so therefore, well, let's set ourselves a goal to do this. You know, we, often people talk about being successful is financially successful, chasing chasing money. But um, we've talked about this on the on the other podcast. And, you know, I, I was very much sort of chasing the money side of things when when I was in in hospitality. You know, I wanted to create more more, more money. But actually, really, when I look look back, I was it was all I was doing. I was just trying to, and also I was creating. I really enjoyed creating teams, but. Ultimately, I wanted to make make money, um, and it was just it wasn't it just was a really uncomfortable place for me because it's not really a value. You know, I believe money gives you choice, but it's it's a it's it's not a high value of mine. Um, and, but it was because others were that that's what I felt was the right thing to do because I was looking around me, thinking, okay, this is this is what it's all about. Um, so I got a bit lost with that. I also, I think it's it's the goal as well you've really got to understand that it's not really the goal itself it's not there's never there's never a top of a mountain it's the journey itself that's the bit to really embrace it's the everyday piece um as any business owner as any leader as a ceo knows every day comes with its various challenges it can be a bit of a white knuckle ride and you've kind of got to embrace that that side of the life so there has to be some joy in there as well. There has to be some enjoyment of the journey. If it's just all horrible, tough graft, and there is some tough bits with any sort of big goal that you want to achieve, there has to be some kind of enjoyment in there as well. You, otherwise, you're just gonna you're just not gonna want to go out and do it at all. So I think it's about embracing the journey. It's not always the end result that's that's the um, that's the most important thing. In fact, you and I have discussed this many times. It's really about the journey getting there. Yeah, and I think also what we talked about before, Ali, is um, we talked about who is that person you want to become or what what do you need to do to become that person? And we're going to come back to how you actually activate goals in, in a moment. But it's like actually really imagine yourself 10 years, 20 years down the line. What person has you become? And what do you need to start doing today? Like you said, like a very simple example, I always say, if you want to be you know, running a marathon, it's not about setting a goal running a marathon. It's like, I want to become a runner. And then you start like, I want to run three or four times a week. I want to run every day. You make the decision, you go and do it, and then you become the runner. And the runner can then tackle the marathon much better and actually do not, not just one marathon, but do a number of marathons because you become a runner. You're no longer just somebody that did a marathon. And that's again, will you actually like to become the person that you want to become or the, whatever it is. If you want to make money, are you comfortable about the, the person that's focusing on only money and become that person? Is that really who you are? And I think most people that's made a lot of money actually come to the conclusion that's actually the ugly side of it and the most difficult thing to deal with when you have so much money and fame that actually that's the hard bit because that's not really what they wanted that actually they thought it would give them something else and it's still they're still chasing something it's come like that thing so again it's like really really having that search for that and i think it takes years to find that i think it's in the last couple of years i really started myself to find out oh this is actually 
who I want to become. And this is why my goals has to be built around it. So my goals doesn't really change every year. You know, when I set them, I feel I'm more working on the person I want to become. And therefore my goals have to support that. And therefore I find purpose in them every day. That's like my take on what you said. Yeah, absolutely. I think well-defined goals, I think you're just constantly tweaking as well. I think what you just said is absolutely spot on. I think it's about the person you want to become. It's that kind of future best self. Um, and you're just constantly tweaking, tweaking that. And then when you find that, you, you get into a sort of certain flow because it doesn't feel, it, yes, it, there are moments where it feels hard, but it doesn't feel as hard as it should. It's not every day, the everyday grind, because you're getting into the flow of the person you want to be and you're kind of embracing the, the tough bits as well as the good bits. So you're absolutely right. And just to go back to your point as well, um, you become a runner doesn't mean that you have to run you have to have a sort of destination that you want to be a marathon runner for instance you know it's, it's i was thinking about that this, this morning actually when i was driving back um i love to run i love to run because i kind of immensely and physically it just makes me feel fantastic i've got a little jack russell cross who loves to run with me he's he's kind of my accountability partner he gets out we run our five miles together it's one of the most joyful parts of my my week is going running with him first thing in the morning the sun's coming up do i ever want to run a marathon absolutely not mm -hmm. <laughs> um so yeah. but, but you but are I'm, a runner <laughs> but I'm, yeah i am a runner exactly yeah my identity is, is a runner but i'm not running so so it doesn't mean that creating an identity you've got to you can you can just enjoy the running you don't have to have a destination for it, it can just be you don't have to have the perfect time you don't have to um be able to outrun everyone in the park you just need to just really enjoy that moment and to appreciate what's around you at the same time and that's also when you then as you said when you decide and you enjoy that even the days that's hard you know you if you get i get out there I get something back that I can't, you know, it will take me out of my thinking or reduce my stress, whatever it is. But if we should give like people, people are starting thinking, yeah, yeah, I get all that. I need to, to go deep in my identity, you know what I want. And now I got to that point, I'm clear about the person I want to become. What, what is the right process for setting goals? Because I think people often jump directly as well into the uh, the goal setting but if we, you should just like structurally giving them the checklist this is this is what you should be doing now or revisit what you already done okay so so yes i mean I, just again the beliefs the values the identity all, all those are really important what's the vision of the best self and, and and also the wheel of life i think is really really helpful in terms of what parts of my life do I really, really want to move forward? And what parts of my life perhaps I might have to let go? Those are so crucial in terms of if you want to build a business, for instance, some of your friendships might have to take a back, back seat. Are you prepared for your relationship not to be as uh, intense, for instance, if you're building a business? Because that, that can take you away from relationships. Um, are you prepared to give up your health a little bit? So it, it's really deciding what you're prepared to to give up in order to achieve that goal. You don't always have to give up give up things, but it's something to take into consideration. Definitely don't have too many. Uh, I, I would say three to five are absolutely maximum. Any anything beyond that, you, you're kind of setting yourself up to fail um, because within those within those goals, once you set the goals, um, there's going to be lots and lots of little actions to help you achieve those goals 
Um, they should definitely stretch you um, and ultimately be possible, not some impossible dream that you're going to be, as you were saying earlier, um, uh, run, be the marathon, win the London Marathon next year, for instance, or um, win the FA Cup. You, you know, they just it's just not going to happen. It has to be a possible dream. It has to be put you in stretch. Um, um, so you, so you, so you don't want to make it too tough that you can't, that you won't give up on the first hurdle. Definitely be written down um, and in front of you every day. Just you definitely you need to write them down. There's something right about writing down goals that, for the mind, is is incredibly important because it's actually in, in your mind every day, looking at it and reminding you what you're trying to achieve. Um, for me, they need to be smart goals. I mean, just taking from my sort of business background, um, specific, measurable, achievable, results-driven and, and time-driven. So um, I was writing down something just before we came on, anticipating your question. So an intention, we're talking about losing weight a lot, to, a lot today, but, but that, that just came to my mind because of, because of where we are. So an intention would be, I want to lose weight. Okay, so there's no, there's nothing specific about that. Um, but for me, it would be something around, it's 31st of August, two inch waist, weigh 79 kilos. I'm in the best shape of my life mentally and physically and I feel incredibly proud of what I've achieved. So there's, a, there's an emotive piece in there, but it's also, it's time driven. It's a very specific, it's, it's hopefully achievable. Uh, and there's a result in there as well. So it's, it's a very smart piece with an emotional um, background as well because I think that's incredibly important because I want to imagine how I'm going to feel on the 31st of August not just that I feel good about myself but I mentally and physically feel fantastic I'm really proud of myself and that's going to create the, um, the, the the impetus to keep yourself going and then really it's building the um, actions underneath did you want to go into that Michael do, would you like to sort of talk a little bit about the actions underneath yeah okay so um, I would I would put down there would be something like um, and actually I went through this towards the end of the year because I wanted to bring some more people into the business so I brought a nutritionist into the business and I wanted to trial her Ellie fantastic great background works with lots of CrossFit type people and I and I brought in Ellie because I I know a lot about food but I just think getting so confused about how food works and what foods I should be eating how much so I brought her in and then she broke it down and and what she did was um she kind of told me about the quality of food that i wanted to eat she kept me accountable every week i had to um, send her photos <laughs> before i started um she'd ask me how i was getting on we did measurements um and so from that i'd also look at the kind of exercise i wanted to do i joined um a year ago i joined crossfit which i absolutely love and that keeps me very accountable because it's it's a group of people. Um, I also run with Frank, my, my dog, who keeps me very accountable to that. Um, so I've really, you can really sort of break it down into actions. How many times do you want to exercise? Three or four times. What kind of foods are you going to eat? But I think with something like that, I didn't want to get into a place where I was just, all I was doing was just eating all the right foods and, and exercising. I also want to have a life. You know, I, I have a great social life, so I want to go and have a beer when I drink wine. So it's one of the things I spoke to Ellie. Look, Ellie, I, I want to do other things with my life as well. You know, the weekends, 
I'll be drinking wine, I might drink beer, fine, we, we just build that in. So it really helped me structure it as well. Um, I weighed myself once a month um, and I, I was very conscious of not getting, I mean, I'm, I'm very fit anyway, but I just wanted to kind of get down that, that, that way I wanted to get to and, and I wanted to kind of um, go to the beach and make sure I was feeling good about myself. So it's, you know, what were the rewards I was giving myself? Um, I had an accountability partner who was doing the same things. Uh, so it's really, really breaking it down into those kind of actions. And you can mirror that into any business piece that you're doing as well. Um, for me, it's incredibly important to have like an accountability partner. Frank is my running accountability partner, but I have a, a fellow coach who keeps me accountable to my business. Um, yeah, those are the types of things that I would really start to, 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 to break down. You and I have talked many times you're some of the five people around you. Who are the five people who are going to help you achieve those goals? Um, who's going to keep you accountable? Um, what are the micro decisions you're going to make every day to achieve that goal? When I say micro decisions, just getting up and going for a walk in the morning. Um, micro decisions about what I put into my mouth in the first thing in the morning or, or at the end of the night, having that second beer is that that's a micro decision that might be say yeah do you know what tonight i'm going to really enjoy myself um what are the habits that i'm going to put in place to make sure i can achieve those things and we, we i mean habits such a huge topic um and it's so important if you're going to achieve any goal you have to have a great you have to have great habits in your life to help you achieve those goals a morning a great morning routine for instance something that kind of really energizes you first thing in the morning um and systems as well systems that you can use to help you navigate through those goals as well um what are the weekly actions what are the daily actions what are the monthly actions so you're actually really breaking it down to make it as easy as possible for you it sounds as we're talking quite complicated but actually once you get get all those in place it becomes so much easier to achieve that goal and then you have the momentum and you have a navigation system to get you to get to, to, to the goal you want to try to achieve yeah because also what i hear you saying is like you, you start off the year or you, you end off the year and the new year is a great opportunity to actually set goals but that's the reason why we're talking about now you can do it at any time of year i believe i do it every month i evaluate my goals but i set like yearly goals because this is the time where it is less hustle and bustle in the world i'm actually having time to think about you know who i want to become what i want to do with my family what i want to do with my businesses and it's like there's no one interrupting me because everybody's off around christmas tree and actually what i've seen as well is that i review how the year went and i praise myself actually i got through it and i overcome a lot of things and you celebrate that but then also review i'm actually getting closer to become the person i want to become and then i look as you said it's really interesting i call it visioning so i have a vision that's a 10-year vision and then i have you know a one-year vision that's going to take me 10 percent closer to that 10-year vision and i think a lot of people forget to do that they just do one-year goals and then they it's not connected to a bigger picture because you need to travel a decade at a time uh, because it's very hard to achieve anything in a one year and you're just going to be disappointed 
because you're not gonna be the quickest. You might, if you are in a certain age, become the quickest one to run the London Marathon. So you need to look at your age as well. I I would definitely not put myself in that category. I uh, I will probably be on the one I want to complete without dying, in a way. Even though I'm a runner. Um, uh, but and then you said another interesting thing you said about like and then you take the goal and then you make it almost like you you talk about like a story you want to to you you almost take yourself and put it in the present tense and say at that stage I'm healthy I'm vibrant full of energy I really like that because actually it just made my me look at my health goal that's over here in front of me now. I think I actually need to be a bit more specific in what I said because I, I, I wrote something down, but it was like really, I was not thinking deep enough about it. Actually, what is it actually I want? Because I have to put it into context of running businesses, running podcasts. And I actually don't want to compromise on my health. That's, that's no compromise there because if the health goes, the rest goes. And, and and then I think it was really interesting you started talking about systems and I want us to take the conversation to that now, habits and systems, because that's actually how you become the person, the 1% every day. And that's actually something I have slowly got really inspired by David Hyatt. And over the last year, I've been reading James Clare. I shared a podcast with you and we might put that in, in the show notes as well for people. Um, and And it's so hard to be disciplined when it comes to that, because that's actually, how do I bring the goal to life? That's actually where the action, where it happens. And actually you said as well, when people come to February uh, in, in the fitness center, that's the reason why they jump out because they actually didn't spend time on finding the system that works for them. It's not just, you know, forcing yourself to do it. You almost have to find joy and cues in how you do it. So could we talk a bit about that? How do I actually then make it sticky more than just one month. Now I have my goals, I have written them down, and now I need to get it working. Yeah, absolutely. Can I can I talk to a couple of things that you just said actually, which I thought were really yeah. interesting and, and something that I, I forgot to mention. I think your health is so incredibly important in helping you to achieve your goals. That that is the platform of everything. If you're if you are looking after yourself, if you've got the right men if you're mentally in the right place and physically in the right place it gives you just such a better chance to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Um, so big tick for bringing that up. And then secondly, was the, was the reflection on the year that's passed because it's really important to celebrate um, the year um, because I think we, we fly through the year, particularly the last year. I mean, we were just talking before we came on how quickly Christmas came and went. Um, the year can absolutely fly and i think i feel like last year has really really flown and and um i do a reflection for myself and with my clients in in terms of the things that have happened things that we didn't expect to happen um things that we can take forward into the following year and it's such so such an interesting exercise because you actually end up thinking christ that was really that was actually a really good year. There were some some bumps there, but actually, I've got to the end of the year, and actually, I, I move. I am moving forward, and from those learnings, often that's where you get your goals for as well. You think, okay, these things I thought about last year. Last year, actually, I really want to achieve these, and for these reasons, and again, it creates momentum with those those pieces. So, and that is often what helps with the with the yearly goals. And you're absolutely right. Um, Michael, I think Tony Robbins is one person said that that people underestimate, overestimate what they can do in a year, but they totally underestimate what they can do in ten. And I think that's absolutely right. 
I mean, we, we, none of us know what's going to happen in 10 years, but at least we can have a vision towards what we'd like it to be, look like and start working towards it. Um, so, yeah, so, so, so I just wanted to, 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 to um, include those two. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you said, let me just pick up because you said something interesting there. And actually, I think, and then when I, you know, the, the, the 10 year vision is also sitting down and writing that out. Like, it's where do you live? You know, maybe not the town, but what kind of place are you living? How are you feeling? Um, and I actually got better at that because one of the guests we had on the, the show, Ari from uh, Singerman's, Ari Weinswipe from Singerman's, uh, running Singerman's business and community and the CEO of that in, um, and founder in the US, and they use visioning all the time. One, five, 10, 20 years vision. And they always, everything they do to then, if it's personally or in a business, they connect up on that. And then also because they spent the time on writing that and really articulating that, it's very easy for them to set business goals, as you talk about in that episode. It becomes very clear what our goals are. And actually, you know, no, we don't need to actually reach that revenue next year. It doesn't, we don't have to force ourselves to do that because in 10 years, that's where we want to be. So actually what we need to do is gentle, gentle, gentle building up the momentum. and. And it's so interesting if you use it in the business context, when you start thinking about where we want this business to be in 10 years, you start to make decision that's much more easy on yourself and the team. And and I think that's really important to understand why there's a power of writing down the 10 year ambition. If you achieve that 100%, but if imagine if you got there 50% or 80%, how different the world will look for you. Um, but it's like accepting that, you know, it's not happening in one year, it's happening in 10 years. And then you, every year you measure if you're actually getting closer to that 10 year vision. And, and that's something I learned from, from Ari, I think it's about two years ago. And now I've embraced it. I feel much more comfortable about my goals as well. They, they're not super ambitious, but they are stretching me enough to say that I moved 1% every day towards them. And then, and then moving, moving you forward, which I think is so important. I think this period, just, just to go back to that. I think a lot of people really struggle with that side of things, the vision, the vision piece of kind of really understanding where they want to be, um, you know, the kind of person they want to be. What does their best day look like? What's their health look like? Where do they want to live? Um, what do they what do they want to be in business? I, I think people really struggle with that. So 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 a lot of my work when I start working with is kind of really starting to pull that out. Of actually, I know what you don't want because people first conversation we have is look, I just I don't want this to happen. I don't want it to be this. Okay, that that's clear. What do you want? And so often people just don't know what they want. So it's really is kind of understanding that. And then once you've got the vision in place, you're absolutely right. It's so much easier to start to create the goals and actions to move you towards that and i think particularly this period where we've all come back from christmas new year we've all tried to take some time off okay where do we start where do we go and actually if you already have that 10 10 year vision and you have the, sort of the goals in place you just pick up straight away you kind of straight in i you know i don't have any issues with kind of thinking twiddling my thumb and going what am i doing today i'm, I'm so clear about what i want to achieve this year and for the next five years, um, particularly with the business. So I can just pick it up and go, right, we need to put this in place, this in place. And I think a lot of people come back this first week, versus a couple of weeks ago, what am I, what am I doing? What, what are we trying to do here? And that, that, then we fall into a bit of a malaise and a bit of a concern, and then everything sort of falls away. And then suddenly we're in just into another year. We haven't hit 
the road really running. So I think that's a really great for sort of pulling that in, Mike, because I absolutely agree, because it's, it's, it's exactly where you need to start is the vision, vision piece, as well as the beliefs and all the identity piece. Um, okay, so in terms of setting the goals, so you've set the goals, you've set the actions, um, you know what you need to achieve. Now you need to get those in place. I think the first thing you need to start doing is looking at your diary um, and really sort of making, making you actually need to create space in your diary because because we all know if we don't create space in our diary, others will. You have to create boundaries around your diary. Um, and, and listen, life gets in the way. We're, we're both parents. Uh, we have businesses. Stuff happens. You were just telling me about something that has happened this, this straight away come this week. It's blown up your week these things happen and we have to be kinder to ourselves and go, do you know what? It's fine. Let it go. But because we've got the actions in place and because we've got the diary in place, we just need to pick it up and go again. So that, I think that's really, really crucial to have to create space in your diary. Um, otherwise others will just crash your diary. Um, and I, I was working with someone recently actually, and we've been setting some goals, goals for them. And they said, oh, I'm just not achieving anything out of the, these goals. So I said, so I said, can I just have a look at your diary? And I asked them, the diary on space on on the computer half her week was taking up the meetings and they hadn't realized they hadn't realized that, that the other people were just crashing the boundaries so that's really important you have to own your diary um you have to plan your weeks and your, and your months so so the way that i would do it um i have a I have a, sort of a board so i have my values up on my left i have the, the sort of energy infrastructure that i have in place to make sure that i'm sort of on top form and on my left is my sort of monthly goals and on the on the right is my weekly goals and what i've learned is the monthly you know you can't have too many goals you do you want to have three or four that you really want to nail for that 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 month um and then the weekly goals play into that monthly goal so you break down the monthly to the weekly what do i want to achieve and you know, normally would do those perhaps on the friday before the following week or the sunday um, don't wait till Monday. Monday's already taken off. You're off. So really Monday. So you know exactly what you want to do. And you need to create space in your diary to achieve those things. Otherwise, your whole week's going to be taken up with the usual nonsense, emails, meetings, disasters happening all over the place. That, that, just, that is life just crashing in. Um, you need to create space and you need to be very bounded around that. So that that's the first thing I would do. Um, and then as you go through, as you get to them Friday, it's really reflecting back to what you have achieved that week um, and reflecting as well. If you have achieved it, fantastic. Give yourself a pat on the back. If you haven't achieved it, why not? And, and perhaps learning from those reflections. I let somebody run a meeting, which I overran. Um, somebody else wanted me for, for something else. So, so it's really starting to think about how you're managing your life as well um have you made the goals too big um or are you just not or are you just not as committed to these goals as perhaps you thought you were um so there, there is some reflection time in there um and as i said before get someone to keep you help get an accountability partner into your life it, it, they are a game changer i know you've got one i've got one um and, and i have mine on eight o'clock on a monday morning and i've I've told, told already told Rob what I'm going to achieve for the week. I come back the following Monday and say, look, okay, this is what I've achieved. And we discuss and he would do the same for me. And we keep each other very accountable. We'll also help each other. Okay. So what, what have you done? What are you done? What are you doing about it this week? Um, 
the reflection piece is very important. Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. Do the hard stuff first. That is my, my personal view is like, do the hard stuff first. Don't do the emails because then the emails, then, then other people are just intruding in your life. And then suddenly you've got other people's problems in your life. You need to have space in your diary, hopefully first in the morning or in, in the morning some stage. Um, think about it as well. If you're doing something that's working towards your goal, is it actually working towards your goal? Is it moving that goal 1% closer? If it's not, it shouldn't be in the diary. Um, make sure you're doing yourself, not for others as well. And just keep assessing, keep assessing, keep assessing. Um, and I think the reflection at the end of the week on all those things is incredibly important. Um, and learning from those reflections. And if you feel yourself, if you feel yourself falling away from those goals, I think get hold of your accountability partner and say, look, I'm, I'm really struggling with these, these goals because somebody else looking in at what's going on for you will, will, will really help you to pull those, pull it back, back to back on track. Yeah, and I think that the accountability partner is like a huge, it was a huge game changer when uh, my, my mentor and, and in Chris, we don't do every week, but um, we maybe have a call every second week and then we have like a, a quarterly meetups face to face. And you don't, in a way, it's almost like you don't want to disappoint your accountability yes. partner. <laughs> therefore, it actually happens. And also they, they make, they ask questions. Is this really what you want to do? And is there a smarter way of doing it? Could somebody else do it? They ask those questions that you can ask other people about because they are not emotionally attached to it. They don't really care if you achieve it or not. They just want to help you in that moment. One of the other things you said, I think was really interesting, Ali, was also that thing about making them visible. Like I have my goals over here, my yearly goals, and then I my, I use it in my Notion app because I use it every day. It's like my second brain. I have like my yearly, monthly, uh, quarterly goals in, and then I have my you know my habit trackers on my health, and I'm doing I'm doing running four times a week. I'm drinking my smoothie every day. I'm doing my stretching every day. Doing my meditation, my journal, um, and it's like tick boxing for me because I love checklists. And then I have like this, and then I look at the end of the week on my health side, or I call it the impact zone. I don't call it health because if I'm in the right impact zone, I can do some incredible thing if I'm not. And I know if I do these things, I'm reasonable, consistent here, I will show up as the best Michael every week. And there will be challenges. And then I have the areas which is my goals, like where the goals I set for myself. Um, it could be some uh, a goal of uh, reaching a certain number of downloads in the podcast and then actually i'm actually working on that every day and then i just tick a box because that's the one percent no i did i haven't done it for two days then i better get started now because now i'm starting to feel a bit bad i don't want to end the week with empty boxes all the way down in my my checklist so that has become me i almost transform it into these checklists of how I've done it or not done something in that area. And that works really well for me right now, but actually because there's so much noise, as you said, and then I can just look at my calendar every week. Have I actually planned time in? Sufficient time to reach my weekly goals and, uh, and, and, and tick my boxes off when the week is gone. Absolutely spot on, Michael. I, I, I think also that um, the accountability partner, as you said, will ask those tough questions that you're not asking yourself. 
and, and, and that's incredibly important because those are the moments where it would, it could just fall away. Um, I had a sister, I had a, this, this year, actually, I was, I was originally working Monday to, to, uh, to, to Thursday in the business. I was coaching sort of, sort of pretty much back, back to back. And I realized I, I just had a bit of a waiting list. So I opened up Fridays and I've noticed that my actual social media stuff and I, all the stuff I wanted to talk about on social media and on LinkedIn and Instagram completely fell away because I wasn't, I didn't have the space. I hadn't, I'd lost the space. Now I love, I love the class I've got on a Friday, but, but actually, this year i've now i've now put in a and i've actually blocked it out on my on my diary thinking time because that's when i want to write um for, for for the business i want to plan for the business i want to i'm planning to work with more organizations a couple of organizations have asked me to set up programs for them i mean i'm never going to get those done during, during the day and i i i understand myself that real early rise i love to get up at five get my morning routine i like to come be set for the, for the day by five, I'm wiped out, you know, because you know I've been clients all day, and I was telling myself great stories. At five o'clock, I'll I'll work on my social stuff and and all those things. And I've telling myself that story for quite a long time. And then when I stood back and did a review, I thought, actually, you're never going to do that. So you have to find time in the diary to do this. And it it, it now happens on a Friday. So so I've actually I've I've, I've focused that part of my business which i really enjoy doing do i enjoy getting on camera and doing all those things not really so that's the uncomfortable piece but i want to i really want to create some more energy around that as well so that's something i'm forcing myself to do i'm only going to do that if it's in the morning when i've got my most energy and when i've got some thinking time where i have i'm not sort of talking to lots of different people so i think hopefully that's a good example of kind of having to create space for yourself and realizing you're not taking action you're just telling yourself you are and and you're procrastinating about it and you're prioritizing other things when really you need to start prioritizing that part of your life and i think we all do a little bit of that procrastination we tell ourselves we're prioritizing all those other things over there but really it's some of the uncomfortable stuff that, that we need to do that we need to start prioritizing and you can only do that if you create space for it yeah i think it's um it's really really thank you for sharing that Ali, because it's really interesting because you know i think i if you're not you will have that every year and i had a similar thing and uh, but but also what a beautiful way to end the week for you because then you are in a creator mode at that point instead of just a giver mode and you actually need to get fueled again um, and I'm actually, I've changed, I actually reviewed my weekly plans. That's one of the things I found out that my reviews on the Sunday evening or when in the kids has gone to bed, it's not very, I'm not very sharp at that point because like I've been through the weekend I was, and I'm thinking about work all week because I've also in the weekend because I don't finish it. So now actually what my plan is to do this year is actually every Friday I've now carved out in my calendar an hour to, you know, reflect. And maybe it's half an hour sometimes, maybe it's 20 minutes, maybe it's 50 minutes, but I'm not going into the weekend without doing that because I also need the time to recharge because this year it's going to be more crazy than last year. That's my, and because there's things happening and I need to deal with them. And therefore it's like, for me, it's like also, how do I finish the week and how do I actually make time and plan for that so I can get off on the right feet on the Monday? Because then you, Sunday evening, in my view, I'm, 
I've I've not really switched off because I've been thinking about work because I didn't really switched it off on the Friday. So it's like that cue as well. Now it's time to recharge and it's okay to be 100% with the kids when you are with them or your wife or whoever you need to be with over the weekend. And now you, you parked it, but you know what next steps is on Monday and it's all okay. And nobody expects you to do anything. That's also the crazy story you are playing in the head that they expect you to do something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yes, I concur with definitely concur with that one, and I think it's really important to top and tail your your, your week, um, and and just to talk to what what you just said as well. Is that um, when you going into this year, I think it's really important, and I've done quite a lot of this actually, is reflecting on where I'm using my time. I'm really I'm pretty I'm really organised with my time in terms of making the right time for my clients and my kids, my family is my sort of top value. Um, uh, I'm in a relationship for the past year now, which I really want to take a lot of time for. Um, and my business and my, and, and my friends in my health, you know, those are the sort of my priorities. And those are, those are, they feed very much into my values and, and how I want to live my life. So I really, I've really reflected on my diary now and where those, play a part and i think we're all guilty of letting other things flood into our diet that we just don't need or shouldn't be there and again i I know i've mentioned it before but boundaries are incredibly important about if you're going to achieve anything in life or whether big or small is having boundaries around your diary and actually having time to actually achieve those things. Cause they're not, you're not just going to put your hand in your pocket and pull out your goal. It's just not going to happen. You have to kind of make time to actually do it. Um, and I think that's, that's really where so many people can end up falling down because they just think, Oh, listen, life gets in the way. I'm just this year. I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll start it next month or whatever, but you keep pushing it backwards and backwards it's never going to happen. You have to do it now and start looking at diary and looking at, looking at kind of where you're going to do those things. And it was, it, you know, I think for, for a particular person I was working for, I think it was a huge surprise when I said, look, just pull the diary out. Let's go through the diary. And we added up all the hours. You know, it was 22 hours of meetings that they were in. So, and they, were, they had loads of projects on it and their head was about to explode with all the projects they were on. I said, I don't have time. And then we could see, okay, this is why. Um, so we need to we need to put some boundaries around your diary. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk to you about that because I think Sundays you're right. Sunday nights, had a glass of wine, you've settled down, you're watching a bit of TV, you say goodbye to the kids, whatever. It's just you just can't get your head back into that space. So I think normally is is Fridays are really good towards the end of the day. Fridays a really good day to reset. So you get up on Monday morning and you are you're in you're in you're off. But again, I think for me, it's also about putting boundaries, actually, the week ends on Friday, and that's okay. And you don't have to take things into the year, into the weekend, because actually what I've been really working on last year was actually not taking work into the weekend, I'm getting there. It's very difficult when you run businesses, and there's also an acceptance of sometimes things evolve, and it's not perfect every week. But if your goal is to get everything done within those five days, you will also start prioritizing your calendar if you really want to do it, if you really want to achieve that uh, and, and the satisfaction to get those weeks, you do that and you think, fucking hell, I actually achieved all the things I wanted to do this week 
and I don't have to take anything into the weekend. And actually, I can recharge because I think, you know, after the years we've had with, you know, pandemic challenges last year and, and the business challenges that are hitting the audience and myself and yourself the, the, the coming year, like recharging has to become a thing because there's no one coming and putting fuel on that battery if you don't do it yourself. And I think if you don't show up as the best version physically and mentally, then, then it's going to be tough to achieve anything in the coming year. Yeah. And you need some, you need a recharge time. You need to, you need to, 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 to get your energy back again. You need to reflect and kind of know what you're working towards. Otherwise you just, you're right. Absolutely. Michael, that you just get caught in this wheel and every day just becomes normalized and you're not, you're just kind of working to live. Uh, and, and you're not really embracing life. You're not enjoying the really great parts of life. Um, and you're kind of fitting those bits around your life. Um, you're not very present in that, that those parts of your life either. So you're absolutely right. And, and that is a bit about being disciplined about those things. I mean, I, you, you and I are from a hospitality background. Hospitality is seven days a week. You know, when I was in hospitality, it was seven days a week. So I'm really, these days, I'm incredibly bounded around my weekends because my kids didn't get to really spend any time with me. So now they really get to spend time um, with me. So I was just thinking, actually, I was reflecting, as you were saying, you, you texted me, I can't remember what day, about, you know, do you want to do a podcast about the goals? Now, of course, I do this every day. I, I'm talking about it all the time. But I wanted to get some notes down to sort of talk to you about. So I really prioritised it. And, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Because there was a time you said, I want to do it by Tuesday. Great. Okay, there's only a couple of days. Um, and I was with my with girl, girlfriend down in Cornwall. I said, Joe, you know, I, I just need to spend some time now to do this. I prioritised it. I made it happen. So you can do these things. But sometimes you think you do need a time piece on it. Often people need a time piece on it. Say, we need it now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and it just made me kind of, you know, need a bit of creative space, went to a cafe, thought about it, looked at my nose, got it done. And it was because you said, I want to do it by Tuesday. Okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we had to do it. As I said, like those people that needed some, some help. And I think actually for me, it also gave like egoistically here, it gave me a bit of clarity, especially on the, the softer goals around health and family how it's important to break them down and they don't become wishy-washy as i say and then you don't prioritize it because you can't really define them i think that's one of the things i'm gonna take back after our conversation ellie is there like one thing you wished i've asked you about when it comes to goals that i didn't answer ask you about and, and what would that be and what you what is your answer I think we've covered everything actually. Yeah, I think pretty sizable goals this this year and I, I know you have. Um, I'm really excited about this year. I'm really excited about this year, but um, yeah, no, I think we've I think we've really really covered that um, already. So I'm 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 all out on that one. Good. So um where can people check out what you were doing and following all the great content that's going to be on social media? <laughs> you promised that yeah, this well, year. I promise now, yeah. I put it down there. You, you have a, you have about 5000 people to keep you accountable <laughs> now. So um LinkedIn I tend to be on LinkedIn. Um I'm I'm sort of rewriting on LinkedIn, Instagram, um and then my website which is www.alligordon which is a w l y g o r d o n uh, coaching.com um, so you can, you, you can find me there and just message me if, if you want to have a, have a conversation great great we'll put all that in the, the, the show notes and, and thank you so much Ali for, for
for taking the, the time out here and, and share your experience with setting goals and all the, uh, the the small nuggets about how we bring these goals to life and actually how we actually keep them alive as the year and life evolves. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Thanks, Michael. Have a brilliant year. I really appreciate that you're listening in. So if you enjoyed today's conversation, please share with others, rate or give a review or subscribe to one of our channels, which all can be done via the website hospitalitymavericks.com. I believe that reading the right books is the key to become a better leader. So I've helped you with a curated list of some of the best books to improve yourself, others, and the organization. Find them on hospitalitymavericks.com. A big thank you to Biz Simply for supporting us, bringing great insights, strategies, and tools to help leaders to become better every day. Check them out at bizsimply.com or on their socials at bizsimply or bizsimplyhq. You can also email them directly at podcast at bizsimply.com. Thank you to Fina Charlson, who is the show producer from the podcast Collective. If you have any ideas and feedback for the show or other thoughts, reach out to me via LinkedIn or via my email, michael at hospitalitymavericks.com. I'm Michael Tinkser, and you've been listening to the Hospitality Maverick podcast show. Be Maverick!